Here we are. So we started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Lori Kilmartin. Hello, Jacqueline. <laughs> my, my puppy's on the bed with me, so um, hopefully everything's okay. Yay! <laughs> Charmy the charming, charming dog. Sure. Uh, hooray. That, one day that dog will be old and not full of energy. I <laughs> uh, can't wait. <laughs> We're in a chat with uh, Amy Anderson, and she has a dog that looks like my dog, but it's like 15 years old and it barely moves. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> please, dog's still in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I uh, so it's been another exciting week of yeah. comedy talk, but you got to do the big, a big set tonight because t- it's Saturday now, and so we're right. both doing headline sets. We're we were. Or I was wrong. I thought my set was on Friday, and it turns out it's on Sunday. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Um, It'll be over when this happens. Uh, Yeah, it was fun. You know what I did is I turned my um, iMac around so it's on another part of the desk, and and I set the lights up so that I had, like, three or four square, like, three feet on one side and four on the other to walk around and move. Oh, nice. And, uh, so I just, I, I, so I was further back in, in, in the show and not up close like I usually am. Yeah. And uh, it made it feel more like a comedy set, you know? Do you have, uh, do, you, do you use a mic? Yeah, I just put the Yeti up and I guess it, the, the audio was good enough. I was just like three or four feet away from it, you know? But okay. I was also, you know, kind of shouty, you know, kind of talking loudly like you are in a yeah. club. That's um, interesting. I may do that tomorrow because maybe I'll maybe I'll just back it up and I'll be tinier and I'll pace a little bit. I am much yeah. more physical. Yeah, just mix it up. Yes, because I did um I did a set on Wednesday inside a place. Okay, so I didn't know it was inside. Um, I saw a parking lot in the text, and I assumed the show was a parking lot, but it was actually right. you can park in the parking lot. So mm-hmm. I got there and I was like, oh, do I want to do this? It was a, it was a, it was a very high ceilinged kind of music venue and okay. they had the elephant door kind of open, you know, the door where they load equipment. Yeah. So there was a lot of air coming in. They had tons of fans every place and there was hardly anyone in there. There was like, uh, there were some tech people in there, but it was very spaced out yeah. and everyone was wearing masks and so I waited outside until my set, and then I went in, and they each we each got our own mic. Okay. And, did uh, you did, did you attach it when you went up? Yeah, but then I washed, you know, I washed my hands and stuff, whatever. No, no, I know, but did like, like did he essentially hand you a mic? You walked on stage. Yeah, yeah, he plugged it, it in. Be a cord, and I plugged the mic in. Yeah, nice, perfect. So, and then I did. I had double masks on and mm-hmm. uh, a face shield. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of Marin? Yeah, he looks like an astronaut when he goes. Oh, is that what doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was banging the mic into the face shield, and the face shield <laughs> I should have washed it a little bit. It's a little grimy, so but everything's I can't you can't really see that well, and um, but it was fun. Like I forgot, and maybe that's why I set the zoom up. How much 
how fun it is to like move your body to sell a joke and just do weird things with how you stand and stuff. That's, you know, stand up is a performance. It's otherwise we could just load our jokes on Twitter and that would be in the end of our careers, right? It's a performance and you use your whole body to do, to to undersell things, to oversell things, all this other shit goes into it. And then we've been reduced to these heads uh, on zoom for so long that it was really fun to, to perform. And then I just ran out immediately of the showroom after my set. <laughs> There's a lot of comics and we all stood around outside talking and catching up and, you know, every, everyone's desperately lonely and tired of, of the way things right. are. Standing outside three feet from each other with masks on and having a conversation, I think is, is pretty safe. Yes. Um, it was it felt fun. It just felt like being outside the improv or something, you know? Right. I've had a couple people come visit. We had a friend, you know Adam Grotman, right? Yeah. I'm actually uh, really much better friends with his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, and they have a son, and uh, they came over to pick up some veg, and we hung out, and of course, the kid was getting, he was done, right? Because I think he's like... And we lost you. Four? Did we lose- oh, did I freeze? I might have. I, I lost your audio for a second. Did you, Kyle? I did not. Okay, okay good. And uh, anyway, so, but they, they came over for, you know, and I realized this is I don't want to, I, I like 45 minutes to an hour 15 with anyone. <laughs> I mean, max, even in face to face, it was lovely to hang out with my yeah. friend Robin and her kid. And, uh, and we pulled the hot wheels out and the kid put track together like you do when you're four. And mm-hmm. then he forgot about the cars. He made a parking lot. I was like, Oh, you're making the four Oh five. Like you used to be. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so, Someone tried to book a show on it. <laughs> well, you know, I was telling somebody else that we have enough chairs. We have enough chairs that we could, I could do a backyard show. You do because you have a, you ha- and the way your layout is, is there space for, for someone to, uh, a, a stage to be like back by the vegetables and people could be sparsely around the orange tree. Right, right. Yeah. Like, cause ever since we put those vegetable beds in there, so there's yeah. a raised area where you could stand on. Yeah. And it would be, um, maybe one day we'll do that. I just, I was, I was psyched you did that show, even though I was scared you did that show, because it was mm-hmm. uh, it was the day that we drove up to see Andy's mom, and so when I got asked, I got asked to do it as well, and I was like, I, I that's the day we drive away and then come back, and so I'll be exhausted. Um, but I wanted to hear how that, you know, because there were there were I don't know like five or six comics, right? Yeah, there were two shows. Kira did one. Kira did the other one, the later one. Um, Lars were there. Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons was there. Uh, Tone Bell was there. Nice. Uh, Joel, Joel Kim Booster was there. So there's, it was just like tens. Yeah. Erica Rhodes was there. Yeah. 10 minutes, eight to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, it just, you know, it was so sparse, sparse inside. It didn't feel too dangerous. And, and again, I stayed outside the entire time. Other people were hanging out inside. Right. I think it, and an interesting, um, it's, it's so interesting to me that, cause it's, it's kind of just exciting, you know, to do yeah. a different venue. Like a year ago, if someone said, Hey, there's going to be nine people there. Right. Uh, you're going to a vaulted ceiling music venue and all the doors are going to be open and there's fans going. Want to do it? <laughs> 
No, yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> I still would have said yes, but um, you would have. You would have said yes, but it, yeah, it would not have been exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it's uh, whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, Zoom is, you know, it's uh, it's still frustrating, and uh, you know, I I felt like oh today was tonight was more fun than it's been in a long time, but uh, yeah. uh, you know, I'm tired of working with this uh, <laughs> limited. It's limited, you know. Yeah, I did a show uh, this week, and it was genuinely. I think there were fourteen people, and comics, and um, I had a really good time. I did sixteen minutes, and I enjoyed oh, cool. all of it. It was a cool. delight because because you didn't have to mute anybody. If there's sixteen yeah. people, uh, you know, everybody, every, it's all fine. And so yeah. it was a little more organic, and I felt. You know, I didn't have to change pages if I wanted to look at people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it was fun. It was oh, and it was a weird show too because it was San Francisco. It was you know the youth, uh, the youth. You know the but it, the. I the, knew you were gonna say youth. I was like, please. I God, stopped before I did. Not say youth this time <laughs> because I, I just didn't want to hear it. So I stopped. But it was Kate Willett. Willett was yeah. on that show and uh, uh nick and there was there was uh gia whatever marco anyway it was uh there were a bunch marco? of oh i just did a show with him he's funny That's yeah, he's funny really funny. he had a it was a really funny show uh he had a really great joke about grandmothers and covid and it was just this throwaway line that was fucking a brutal and i don't want to ruin it for anyone what say his full name again Gianmarco Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gianmarco, yeah. That was his, that was his like handle. Like Cerisi or something? Or, um... Yeah, yeah, it's so Italian. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but he was genuinely really it's funny. Sal Manis, Manis... Oh, yeah, Manicotti. Manicotti, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun for me to say Manicotti. That guy, I saw that guy do a long set. It was really funny, and it was before yeah, he funny. blew up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... Um, Fun yeah, one. I mean, yeah, people are right, you know. But um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're about, right about us too. <laughs> what, what about, oh my god, Jackie. Yeah. We to talk about that guy in the chat that someone brought up, the incredibly wealthy comic. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. It's uh I will yeah. I will put this in the chat for Kyle. Yes. Um so a, a, a very successful oh, does yes. a ton of personal appearances and just rakes in the PA money. As I forget how rich they are. They have to yes. sell three of their houses or something and a bunch of their cars because their net is a hundred thousand a month or something, oh, and their accounts like oh, you're not going to make it, you know, ever again. So you got to get rid of shit. <laughs> Right. So I think so he's down to like two houses or, or three houses and two cars or something. Right. And you're just like, uh, hey, you're a monster. If I ever have that, so many homes. Feel free to play that on a loop. Me saying, hey, you're a monster to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I will what I can do is I can sell one of those, uh, like the, the third and fourth houses and give the money to, you know, the downtown women's center. So, Excuse me. Just a second. You gonna get rid of that doggo? There goes the pupper. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. She hides it. Did you notice that? Right. She doesn't want us to you see need- the dog. 
It's, I was trying thing. to bring her up and she started uh, running away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> stage fright. That dog needs... We we put her in the pool yesterday and she has she then she didn't she didn't talk to us for like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> going like this and uh so she's still Chris, a little scared. Right. Well you gotta I mean it's really scary with pools and dogs if there isn't like a stairway to get them out because they can't use ladders, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, there's a stairway. There's a what? stairway. Yeah. There's a stairway. Oh, the- she oh, has God. all everything she needs. She's no lab, let me tell you that. Kind of <laughs> she doesn't have to be a lab. She gets to be the 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 charming pit bull that she is. The charming yes, little yes, blue yes. pit bull. Well, so that yeah, that cracks me up. That that like six months into COVID, this guy's selling three houses. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Poor thing. You and know, then we're all I'm financially like, suffering. What? Yes. I I went bananas on Twitter, like on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, you did. It was awesome. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> so what happened was I saw, well, I, I saw Tammy tweeting. Okay. Sarah yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Sarah, who is a stand-up. And who does the Trump uh, lip syncing? Right, got Netflix special. Uh, some people didn't know she was a stand-up. Like some people's intro to her is TikTok videos, and they're like, "Oh, this she got it. She's a stand-up. It's fine. She's really funny. Yeah, she came up with this. We all we all would love one thing that would make us prominent to people, so they could see our stand-up. Okay, right. So that's right. that's what. But I'm not sure Tammy knew that. So she was kind of tweeting about you know, older female comics. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I think I had just seen an ad on Netflix for Rob Schneider's half for his hour. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy <laughs> is not a good comic. Nobody likes him. Nobody's demanding him. Like it's, it's only because he's friends with Adam Sandler. And, and I, I was like, I have footage from like you guys need content you don't have anything you don't have comics in front of crowds anymore and i have stuff from the punchline like it's not gonna look like a netflix special in a theater but it's still me in front of a fucking crowd killing like right people would like it and i'm a good comic and i have a bunch of and so were you and then i was like and Jackie, Jackie's got two fucking hours. Down five tweets, Michaels. by the way. It took five but, tweets for you to mention my name. That I thought was these, in the uh, uh, I knew you count. <laughs> and all these, all these other women that were doing these fucking shitty Zoom shows on it. We're, we're working and trying new stuff out. We're working. And these fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. And then I see Jay Morris today. <laughs> There's an <laughs> These guys, they just fucking hand this shit to these bad comics. Wait, for so Jay Moore's, they were got famous a special? 15 years ago. What? Uh, Jay Moore's got a special? Yes! I think it's on, it might be like... Jackie. <laughs> so anyway, and then, then, I, then I was like, let me go swim, let me get this out, right? And then I'm swimming, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like the MMA guy, Showtime gave the <laughs> MMA guy an hour. Meanwhile, Carol Montgomery is has a show of women of a certain age, and it's women our age doing 10 minutes each, and they're all sliced into these little pieces of pie, and half of them yeah. are fucking headliners are probably sitting on an hour that would do great. Yeah. But they have to be they have to be shoved in this, this little tiny niche thing. And 
this dude gets an hour and he's not a good comic. And it's like, what the fuck? It made me so mad. It's still making me mad. It's still making you mad. I, I will say that I, I saw your amazing thread and it was awesome. And then, <laughs> uh, today, every day, the Netflix is a joke Twitter handle posts, who would you like to see having a Twitter, uh, ha- having a Netflix special? And, and, uh, and somebody tagged me and I was like, this just feels like, like you're just teasing me and trolling they're me. They're trolling us. They're trolling yeah. us. Cause they, I, they don't, I, take, I they don't take input. They're not asking. They're not, they're, they're not, not actually asking. asking. Guess what? No one ever says Rob Schneider. And yet they've got Rob Schneider doing an hour. <laughs> I, no one ever responds Rob Schneider. So they Which, don't fucking take our suggestions. So ignore that Twitter. Um, right. Twitter it's, account. Uh, you know, they're going to dig Mike Veneman up and give him one before they give me one. Uh, I don't know who Mike Veneman is. An old road dog who uh, narked on me once because I said the word cunt. Anyway, <gasps> so not that I'm still mad. Anyway, he's dead. <laughs> I <didn't kill> <laughs> yeah, I like, I like vengeful Jackie. <laughs> I hope you have to do an amends for this later, but you know what? <laughs> it was worth it. I'll write an amendment. I'm not above it. <laughs> um, but so I then realized. I got like a lot of people, well, people were like, well, I watch your special. It's like, okay, <laughs> you want to pay to edit it? Cause it's, that's like a, a many thousands of dollars. Right. <sighs> and then to put it up places, it costs a lot of money. And it's like, I'm fucking tired of paying for my own shit all the time. Like I understand that what the business is or it's just yeah. falling apart anyway, but but, but you're willing to pay for someone to edit. I have a story about this when you're done. Yeah. But can once do I, can I not go in the hole? Can that happen once? <laughs> oh shit. Right. If Netflix like, wanted to buy people- Horcrux, uh, if, if Netflix wanted to buy, this will make an excellent Horcrux. My, the DVD that I ripped for free at the beginning of quarantine, because people were all sad and they needed content. Um, I, you know, all I would want for it, quite honestly is what I paid for it at this point. So that I'm, cause I'm in the hole, right? I would enjoy $18,000. Could I please have $18,000? And then, and, and then if there's, there's more to it, I would like some more. I don't know. Uh, Jackie, and, why are comics of our caliber still not, going in the hole to make a fucking special? I don't know. That's We're the, just not willing to say the N word. We're not willing to say that Jeff Ross should have married his fifteen-year-old girlfriend. I don't know. There's some sort of bullshit. <laughs> There's. I don't. We're not. We're. We're missing a niche. Uh, shit bag, uh, like all of our, like the people who listen to the Jackie Lawrence show, well, I'm going to blow smoke up your asses, people. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're sane and they're angry and they're, they're, they're curious and they're, they're genuinely want to be decent people. They want to be occasionally snarky assholes. Uh, but they you're describing yourself, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> no, I was actually, I thought I would describe you. What? <laughs> Yeah, right back at you. So, okay, so uh, I have a, a friend of mine who is an, uh, an, an editor, a film editor, and he DM'd me and he said, this person just asked if someone would be willing to edit their, uh, their comedy special because they didn't have any money. I'm going to type a name oh, <laughs> into the chat. Oh, and he's, and so my buddy, the editor, was like, should I do this for this person it just, and I said, no, no, you should not. 
This person I has- see that name. Okay. Yeah, I gotta see this. Oh, let me see. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Well, they, are, they are not poor. Yeah. No, I guess and not. They, and they should and they should fairly like they they yeah, have enough they have enough money to to irritatingly pay their own way. Like, like you, like you would, right? Like I would. Yes. Anyone, like people are, well, I, I, I would do it for free. I wouldn't take it for free. Exactly. Because that's a job. It's, and I want you to do a good job. And And I want to be able to complain about it. And I want to be able to be specific about it. But I also. The only one that should make money is me, apparently. (laughs) But definitely the editor should make money. I should well, make money. I, my right, but but the guy who who put forty five jokes back together for you, right? He did a great job, and he, he every, did every, no, no, every time. But yeah. I'm saying, like, all I'm saying is these streaming platforms have a ton of money, and oh, yeah. yet you have us comics just fucking going into the hole to present something that they might buy and that right. we can break even on if we're lucky. Like, right. there's no other TV model like that. Everyone mm-hmm. else is, you know, so, so when they do like select comics, mm-hmm. they pay for everything, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they don't make the comics pay for stuff. Right. Oh, I just want to be selected once. <laughs> right. And yet, quite honestly, like if we were to look at it, it's, you got to complain, like you can complain to me all you want. Cause you and I are, are relatively in the same boat. But uh, there are people listening to this who can't even get the one set, right? They can't even get an older set on just on regular television. So we're doing do pretty, we're doing Late. well compared to other people is what I'm saying. Well, you got, you're comparing yourself to the wrong people. You should be comparing yourself to Jay Moore and Rob Schneider. <laughs> exactly. So that you can be angry like me. Um, <laughs> then I would have to admit that, that I've ever seen either of their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. Uh, I they could be geniuses. Uh, clearly, uh, there's a, a consensus that they are not. But I will hey, say, you know what? Nothing against them. Congratulations. No. Get everything. It's about it was. It's about network. It's about comedy executives. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, but they are overlooking. If it was just me, I'd be like, that's me. I mean, I have my own problems with. I sabotage my career in my own way, right? We all do in some way. Yeah. But there's, you just start looking at a a lot of the women that aren't, that are like really funny or we're we're really doing really good on the 90s and then crash, stop. And and quite honestly, stop being funny. You just stopped being interested. And so (laughs) there's like, there's a lot of corpses that should still that are that still have shit to say and they're funny and if you and if they we also got to think of like there's comics female comics in their 30s late 30s now going oh what am i if i don't get something immediately then i'm relegated to you know being on a podcast <laughs> with, with someone else my exact day you know why, why, why do the guys get to age and still keep going and the women just get shunted out? And, and it's, it's so, it's so frustrating, whatever. I know 60,000 years later, it's still, it's still happening, but it is, I guess, slightly better. Yeah, I think so. so I mean, it's slightly better. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's not all better till you and I have 
our own Netflix special. <laughs> then, then the industry. Then, then it'll be something. <laughs> I think it's time to take some sort of break, don't you think, Kyle? All right, I'm doing the ad, you guys. <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read their copy the way they want it read because they're a great little company. I love them. Function of Beauty creates shampoo, conditioner, and treatments formulated uniquely for you. Here's how it works. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz and tell them a little bit about your hair. Then your customized formula is bottled and shipped just for you. Their formulas are vegan and cruelty-free. They never use sulfates, uh, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients. Please share your experience with Function of Beauty. <laughs> you guys want to share those experiences? Uh, Here's I my used it, and I liked it. Uh, so uh, it's it's actually really, it's uh, it's it's... It smells really good. It keeps my hair. I like the conditioner a great deal. My hair is very thick and uh, it needs kind of a good, a good conditioner and functional beauty has a real nice conditioner. And I like uh rose, what do I get? Rose lavender, I think. Oh, Ooh. nice. How about you? Well, Lori? My eucalyptus came today. It's, it's oh. uh turquoise blue. And I just, I, I, I ordered like extra eucalyptus smell and I named it Joanne. You can name your shampoo. So it came, so my mom's name is on the, uh, the box, which Aww. is kind of cute. And uh, it smells so good. And I love eucalyptus. And I just poured a giant, like I'm used to, I'm so used to like hotel shampoos where you're just trying to get like a little bit out of a very tiny bottle. And like, I always hurt my hand. And so I just fucking squeezed it. And I just put a ton of my hair and washed it hard. And uh, I feel so clean and crisp. I love it. Your hair looks great. Let me Everybody's say, hair looks real good. Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% off in your first order. If you order big, it's 20%. It's how math works. So if you ordered big, you'd save more money. Go to functionofbeauty.com <laughs> slash Jackie Laurie for 20% off and let them know you heard about it from our show. There you go. That's functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors. and Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor, and I'm a medical enthusiast, and we create Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Every week, I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout history. And lately, we do a lot of modern fake medicine. Because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. So now we I was going to do a bunch of shows this week. I think I might, I was, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm taping a lot of Dork Forest, so, but I think I'm, I'm just in a better mood, even if I just do like one tiny show every two days, right? Yeah, right, right, um, right. Which is what I might, and I might just move them to different times of the day and night. And, you know, because oh, I- Oh, your own that you're throwing, yeah. Yes, the ones that I'm throwing, because I just, uh, I have shows that I'm on this week, and I'm, you know, I'm headlining tomorrow, which is good. I think I have a set on Monday, and I think I have a set on Thursday or something. But, um, yeah, if I- this, the set that I, I just, I, I want to, I, I like the, I liked the 15 minute set the other night. It, I, I felt refreshed when mm-hmm. I got off a weird zoom show, which I haven't in a while. Yeah. And, um, 
And I think it's, and, and stuff is tightening up. Stuff is, uh, it's pretty great in that, in that, in that way, you know? That's cool. I I feel like when, when I'm live again doing the album though, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to spend three weeks, 15 shows figuring out the timing again because of live audiences and making sure all of this stuff works. Yeah. You know, what's weird is tonight, um, I did a bunch of stuff I've been working on. Right. And then, then I went into old material and it was like, remember when all I had to complain about was parenting, you know, (laughs) like the, 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 how, how, devastating being a mother can be and how tires tiring it can be. And that was all, it just seemed like, wow, that was, that, that was like the underlying theme of so much of what I was talking about now. And now, now parenting isn't that hard because my, you know, it's been summertime and it's just, it's not, maybe because I'm not out doing comedy and out at work. So, so now I don't feel as guilty. Like I, I have zero guilt about leaving my son because I never do. Right. 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 I think that's, that's a really terrible part of parenting is you feel like a bad person for doing things you have to do and things you want to do because you can't do them with your kid. But, uh, right. so different. This is, this is the longest I've ever been home in over 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you like it? I love it. And I'm also, I just, if I, if there was a way that I could just go do, like if I could just fly to Minneapolis for a Thursday to Saturday, yeah, no. <laughs> if I could just fly, just to even just one, just one <laughs> if I could just go somewhere and just do even drive up to Rooster Fucking Tea Feathers, which I love, cockadoodle do everybody, uh, and do you know the Thursday through Sunday up there? You know? Are they doing like tiny little shows? I don't know. That's, that's actually. That's not a bad room to to start back up in again because they have very high ceilings. They have fans all over the place. Normally, that that's like always the annoying part of that room is the high ceilings. Yeah, but now it's it's and they have lots of doors as well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can open up into that back patio. Yeah, maybe limited seating at Roosters is a good way to start back. I, I mean, I, I don't know if they can because they're they're in the Bay Area and they're uh, right. It's, controlled up there but pretty shut down i talked to my friend maureen fitzpatrick today who lives in cork uh ireland oh Um, and she said that they haven't had any cases in the whole county and but everybody's been cocooned at home and and she said it was weird because um there's but you know as for june and july it was dead and then august they sort of lightened everything up and it's the town's been crawling with humanity and she sells soap for a living. Like she makes soap. And yeah, she's my, the, the hippiest of all friends. I called her to find out how she makes her yogurt, yogurt nice and thick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even though they've had tourists, they don't, they don't have, they haven't had any uh, cases. Yeah, they, don't, they haven't had any cases at all. And That's so, great. and her mom, like she's from, uh, I, like I know her from Minneapolis and she moved there when she married this guy from the EU back, I don't know, 20 years ago. And then they got divorced. And then her mom retired with her in, in court. Eileen Fitzpatrick. They might be uh, Irish uh, ancestry. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Eileen and Maureen, uh, mother-daughter, mother but uh, her mom would go to Florida for the winter every year. And so she got back from Florida this year in the middle of March. And she is 87. And she will not be going back to Florida this fall. She's going to stay in Ireland for the winter this year. Yeah. She's lucky she didn't get it in Florida. Yeah, super, super lucky. And kind of got out before it got really bad in Florida, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I, I, I've been posting old pictures. of. I'm so happy I traveled so much internationally in the last four or five years. God, me too. Is just entirely just as I'm like, look, remember I went to this place, which is better than what I tend to do, which is just post political shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, because I'm reading the news and I don't want, and so once you're reading the news, you're like, well, does everyone know about this? <laughs> and then, and then I, uh, I have someone explain to me the thing I just posted. Thanks. Thanks. I, I might've read the thing that I posted. <laughs> It's not like I'm, I'm at your page skimming a headline, you big weirdo. Uh, I probably read the whole article. Skimmed it, but read the whole article. I posted something. I only read the headline, but I was like, I'm sure this article's about this. <laughs> so I, I posted a, like a comment about it, and then people started being co- like going, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So then I read the article, and I was like, phew, I was right. I'm like, well, if you maybe if you got to the fifth paragraph, maybe you would have seen. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad you were vindicated. I admitted admitted later on that I hadn't read it initially. (laughs) Well, that's more fun. Um, Oh, you know what? So, so after that Twitter thing, yeah. So now uh, I can't find the video from the punchline that I promised everyone I had. Like I have. No, somebody, excuse me, Cody Woods <coughs> gave me a hard drive, and I don't know yeah. where the fuck it is. Oh, weird. I don't know it, where it is. It should be labeled. It should be in a drawer that's labeled. Didn't you label a bunch of shit last week? Dude, uh, here's the thing. The one thing is, is I went through a lot of stuff last week because I was just trying to get yeah. everything in order, and I didn't see it. I wasn't looking for it. It wasn't even on my mind. And then after I tweeted this thing, I'm like, where is all that stuff? I just told everyone I had. (laughs) And I was like, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I think maybe buried in the garage because you were editing in there at the time. So good luck. No, this is November, November ish. So I I don't know where it is. I'm going to do another look, you know. I, I have like I have one camera, but the other two I think are on this video. So okay. So then I went. So then it's like I went to all this trouble, and I don't even have what I said I have. That's hilarious. I uh, I asked Jenny Yang for that Animal Crossing set because I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch it. Obviously, because yeah. I was I was doing it, and I was like, I would like to see what Amber Preston did, where she created bugs during my murder hornet bit. And so I paid my buddy Patrick Brady to edit it, and um, but it's all new stuff. And I put it up, I put it up unlisted on YouTube, and I posted it on on, on sort of my Facebook page. But I think I'm going to take it down because it's yeah. it's all this new stuff that needs. First of all, it's not done. Yeah. Second of all, it's got to go on the new album. So um, 
Yeah, I think it's okay to put it up for a little bit and take it down. Give people, let people know you're still working. Give them a yep. taste. It's not all club sets. Some of the, you know, you're working in your bedroom like everybody else. Let right. them know. It's a weird animated set set on an island on the, the Nintendo Switch. So <laughs> watch that if you want to. So, yeah, but uh, I don't know what I want out of, uh, uh, of life, but I think I, I, want, um, uh, I, I want at least 5, 10 to 15 minutes sets a week. Yeah, I know. Part of me is like, oh, go ahead. I, I just, I think it'll, it'll be more sane. I think I'll be more sane if I, if, I, if I don't try to make these into big shows, you know? If I just yeah. am like, you know? Just going to do 15-minute sets, and then, plus I can offer more people, you know, just to, sets to, to go up and do, you know, work-ins and stuff, right? Yeah. And run my own little thing. Lewis did ask if I wanted to do uh, guest sets at the, uh, at the Zoom part of the Acme shows, because uh, he's doing live shows, and then he's also doing sort of just Zoom stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I don't know, I'm... Uh, I literally, I was thinking, well, who's headlining? Well, that's none of my business. Who cares? Uh, he just offered you a set. Take the set. How are they doing financially? Are they doing okay? Did they get uh, Did they get money like PPP money? Oh, I wonder if he did. I mean, he's got a he's got an excellent sense of. He's a really good, you business, know, and I hope he did get the loan. ProPublica listed everyone that's gotten over three hundred fifty thousand, and there are some comedy clubs. Oh, really? Yeah. Any of the, like the chains, like the big Heliums? A couple of improvs. I didn't see Heliums, but they could be under an LLC that doesn't have the word comedy in it. Right. Um, The Comedy Store, Flappers. um, There's some clubs, uh, an Arlington club did, but I I don't know if it was an improv or um, the Draft House or, uh, isn't isn't there hyenas in Arlington too? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Just, but it was interesting. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the comedy club business and how much it costs to run it and keep it open and, and all those. Like, does, does the comedy store own the land they own or are they paying rent? Because if they are paying rent, that must be fucking insane rent on Sunset Boulevard, right? Right. But, or, or do they own it because they've had it so long? Well, I would hope... You know, like I, I was talking to Heather once a couple of years ago about roosters and I was like, do you own this, the property for rooster tea feathers? And she said, oh no, oh no. If, uh, but the guy who does own it likes comedy and she, he said, you guys can have it for as long as you want it. Oh, uh, thank God. And then, and she said, so it'll last her at least until we retire. And, um, and I was like, okay, well that's, that's good. But I think, you know, that's where all, all the money is, of course, is in the real estate, right? Yeah. If you can own the building, the hippies I worked for in Minneapolis, they own Northern Sun Merchandising. He owns, he owns this, this really cool building, actually. And um, it's just made it more, it made it possible for him to last, you know, as long as he did. Because that's... What do, you mean, what do you mean you work for? Do you have a secret corporate job? No, it was one of my, uh, it was my day job when I was in Minneapolis. I worked at this church shop. Yeah. And, um, sorry. And yeah, yeah. Past. Uh, what else happened? Um, this week, you mean? Yeah. Should we do comment of the week? uh, week Yeah. Yeah. 
We should totally do that. Marsha Warfield. Woo. Who, by the way, I had never heard of, and I watched Night Court what? every season. I know. I'm 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 the devil. She's hilarious. I watched a set from 1987, and I was like, oh, I bet you this only got better and better and better. Because Dude, she, she she's from San Francisco. Up. She's like That's one of the reborn queens of San Francisco. And then you you emailed me, hey, there's this 65-year-old comic still working. I'm like, oh, Marsha Warfield, fuck yeah, of course. She's famous. She's like the the comic, the headliner, she's a headliner in residence at the LA Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Oh. She lives in Las Vegas. But I think when you're 60 or 65 and you don't want to do the road, what a great gig, right? Just being sort Rita, of a- Rita Redner has that gig, right? George right. Wallace. Yeah. Uh, it's a good club great. season too. Is it really? That's, I like that room a lot. Okay. Is it a, is her gig a Monday through Sunday or is it like a? I imagine prom- so because I know they've got weekenders that run through that club. Does a million shows, so like like I imagine that she can do whenever she wants because they're always running stuff. All right. Well, What's my dream? Just want to be a resident in a B room someplace. You know, please <laughs> just let me work on new shit dream. until I die. <laughs> That's all we want is just to be able to, and uh, and then I'm hoping for like a dollar blackjack table. <laughs> is that? <laughs> and I need to have one or one to three extra homes I can sell in the event of a pandemic. Of an emergency. So <laughs> <laughs> like your extra three homes and your five extra cars, so you're just left with a Lincoln Navigator. How? How? How could you make so much money but be so on the margin that you immediately have to dump half of your half of your buildings? I don't a get professional that. comedian. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The, these are not. Uh, these are not. <laughs> but that you know, I say that. But then you meet those weird comics who have like a savings, who who have their shit together, like Carmen Morales. There's absolutely no reason why she should have a savings. <laughs> She was featuring on the road, and she has a prudent reserve. It can be done. I remember, I, I, I never did it, but uh, I remember <laughs> that, because when, uh, when I moved in with Andy, uh, literally, it was, uh, it was just a bit of a cash cow, I'm afraid. Uh, it was, <laughs> he paid the bulk, I mean, it was this thing that it was like a, a fucking dream came true, right? Where yeah. he... And literally, the first car payment I ever had, he was like, you can't drive this 89 Mazda 323 hatchback anymore because I fear for your life. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, but it's light enough that when it breaks down, I can just push it off the road. (laughs) He was was like, yeah, we're going to get you a late model. It doesn't have to be brand new because unless you want brand new. And I said, I've never wanted brand. I don't care about cars. If you have a nice car, that's great. Then I'm in my car and I get to see your nice car. I don't care. I'm just in a vehicle. I'm not a wagon that moves that I don't have to, that I could just hit a gas pedal. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so he helped me buy this. A know, horseless car. carriage, if you will. <laughs> if you will. And so when, but when we moved in together, my, my expenses went down so much. I started doing this thing where I was saving 10% of every check I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, not and uh, not the cash. The cash was still gravy. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the checks, and then by the end of like 
a year, I had four grand. And grant, and, and I was making what, $25,000, $27,000 a year? And uh, so it was amazing. So it can be done, but you, A, need someone who's paying the bulk of the, uh, of the bills. <laughs> and, uh, that'll help. Or, or you have to be Carmen Morales where you're like, no, um, it turns out I'm just going to, I need a certain amount of prudent reserve. We are the host of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and now, nearly 10 years into our podcast, the secret can be revealed. All the clues are in place, and the world's greatest treasure hunt can now begin. Embedded in each episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a micro-clue that will lead you to 14 precious gemstones all around this big, beautiful blue world of ours. So start coming through the episodes. Uh, let's say starting at episode 101 on. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty problematic, so there's no clues in those episodes no no not at all the better ones the good ones clues ahoy listen to every episode repeatedly in sequence laugh if you must but mainly get all the great clues my brother my brother me it's an advice show kind of but a treasure hunt mainly anywhere you find podcasts or treasure maps my brother my brother me the hunt is on i think i've talked about this but like Rob Becker. Do you know Rob Becker defending the caveman? Okay. He's Bay Area comic. He had this, he turned, he had a one man show called defending the caveman, which was like, it went, went ran on Broadway for a bajillion years. And it's one of those things that community theaters do and pay him a licensing fee, you know, because it's like wow. a one person thing. Uh, and he owned Togo's as a feature act. I'm like, what, what do you, I, it was so strange to me. You know, the franchise, Togo's... Yeah. He had a franchise. Yeah. yeah. And he was, like, featuring. Oh, my God. That sadly makes sense. Good yes. Point. All features should be <clears throat> franchising right now. Right. <laughs> and, or, but that, and, that, and that's where it all falls apart, because I remember when I graduated from college, uh, Darla, my sister, got me uh, three interviews because I had had a, a summer job working at a hot dog stand for mm-hmm. two summers where I was sort of the assistant manager. So yeah. last year, <laughs> I was the assistant, whatever. You know when you're 23 and you've just taken more responsibility? Anyone <laughs> <laughs> like paying you to do the gig, but you're like, no, I'm like, I get a, I get a name. And, and you're like, I'm the assistant manager. And you're like, you're still uh-huh. making nine bucks an hour. Anyway, yeah. so, but the crazy thing is, so Darla got me these three, she was like, no, you could still do stand-up. You would just uh, also manage a McDonald's. <laughs> I'm like, a McDonald's manager? And I found out later that McDonald's managers work 90-hour weeks. Yes, yes. you can't do anything but that. You can't do anything but that. And luckily, and she laughed and laughed when I told her, because <laughs> I went into the McDonald's interview. And before I sat down, the woman from HR who was interviewing me said, what do you think you have to offer McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's Corporation, if we were to give you work? And then I took a moment and I sat down and I said, how are you doing this morning? My name's Jackie. And uh, then I left without, pro- without hope or hope. Uh, that I would have a second interview. You didn't answer her question? I did after I greeted her. How about you say hello? Like <laughs> oh, she didn't even say hello. <laughs> anyway. Um, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, most... So that's it's a not lot the, to have a franchise. It's not the comic personality to be organized like that, you know? And usually people that are, aren't that funny. 
<laughs> That's so brutal. But uh, or they can't allow themselves to be funny. Like they might have kids, or they might, you know, they're just like, I have no uh, excuse. I got a kid. I fucking. <laughs> It's true, and you are very funny. Where are we at? Guys? We're at 46. Oh, Almost God, 47. 56. All right. 46. Let's do our second one. We did. We already oh, did. We did. <laughs> we already did. Well, okay. there, well, it's another week of no one commenting on Jeff Ross, right? <laughs> what? Did you hear that Bill Cosby uh, went what? to the court again? He's trying. He his lawyers went in and said that the the victims because it all happened so long ago, like seven or ten years ago, they should have to all testify. And um, no, no, you're but so even Done. you can't even cancel. Stop dragging them through shit. You're convicted, motherfuckers. Stop dragging these people through shit. Let them go on with their lives. And and uh, so you can't even cancel Bill Cosby. People think that they're. <laughs> being canceled that guy's still getting staged huh? i refuse to even use that verb it's not um it's ineffectual it's not real th- listen i mean there's <laughs> there seems to be some misunderstanding about what statutory rape is <laughs> even though it is defined our brothers in comedy <laughs> <laughs> They seem to think if it feels legal, it probably is. Look at the team, Lori. Lori, she looked 18. I don't think you understand. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's that's why there's laws because men can't tell themselves the truth, which is I shouldn't (laughs) be doing this, some men. And 15 year old girls think they're 40 and. You know, right. like, that's why there's a law. That's why there's a law, because the children think that they, they should be allowed to do whatever they want because they're children. And the adults are the ones who have to be the adults, you fucking dum-dum. Right. So, you know, I mean, here, coming from a, the other point of view of the, of the teenagers, when, I, when my coach was, like, predating on so many of us, we knew it was bad. We knew it was illegal. Like, because oh, really? so many adults knew about it that we figured, oh, I, I mean, it didn't occur to us yes, it was it's legal. weird and gross, but it yes. must be legal. Yes. And we all would, you know, there was like another coach that wasn't even our coach, but another one named Mitch Ivy, who was um, in a relationship with a 15-year-old that I was friends with. And I just, I thought, wow, she's so grown up. <laughs> you know, and, and now, of course, it, it was horrific, you know? And um, so it's, it, you know, uh, it, it, maybe it does, you don't under, maybe you weren't raised to know that that was wrong because I wasn't, but mm-hmm. now, you know, and, and lawmakers knew a long time ago and they wrote laws so that <laughs> it wouldn't happen. You'll see a pattern if you look into it. Yeah. And you can't <laughs> say Jeff Ross didn't know because he was telling her to hide and right. go out the other way because he knew it wasn't right. He knew it wasn't you know? right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's complete banana land. Whenever I hear uh, women comics talk about dating younger dudes, it's always, I'm 35 and he's 28. I know. <laughs> Never, I'm 28 and he's 15. <laughs> you know? 
It's never. Look how big his paws are. He's going to be so. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that got dark. I will say. I will say <laughs> while I've silenced both of you. Hello. Whoa. Well, it's it's just. Um, I, I imagine that some people were hanging out with those two as a couple and maybe kind of knew she was young, but didn't also didn't know it was illegal or just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what people knew. We've been or, tolerating so much bullshit. Yes. So I mean, if you look at that time, was that around the time where Britney Spears first got famous and here we are, like, totally sexualizing. I think she was 16, right, when she got really famous? Yeah, I believe so. So it, it you know, it was, it was all over the place. So I can understand how some people would just be like, uh, you know. That's well, I can understand how people are just like, because you do meet these, uh, these kids that seem older, right, who seem like... Yeah. Like they kind of have their shit together. My nephew, I remember I took my, my nephew TJ back uh, stage at the Uncab. Mm-hmm. And I, there was literally, and this is probably, it would have been eight years ago now. Because mm-hmm. he was probably 14 or 15. And he was still, he was six foot two. And he, and everyone was like, hey, we're going to go get stoned. You guys want to go? And he was like, and I said, no, 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 you're, you're still uh, a child, and uh, I know that uh, whatever's happening isn't happening around Aunt Jackie. It isn't happening. <laughs> and uh, I, so, yeah, I, I can see where if you're really good friends with Jeffrey Ross, you know, this puts you in a very uncomfortable position, right? But maybe, maybe those people don't have to like make a statement, you know? Like you and I aren't friends with them. We don't work on the rose, so we have nothing to lose by saying by saying he did this and it's right. wrong. Yeah, we can talk about that other people are not uncomfortable, not comfortable with it. You know? I've met him a dozen times in the last 20 years and he never yeah. recognizes me. So <laughs> I don't think that it's really going to affect our relationship. Um, that, that should be as illegal as having sex with a 15 year old. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> it's, it's uh, but I, I will say that it's so, it's so. I mean, I get it. I, I just, we just, we need to say all of these things out loud so that the 30-year-olds and the 25-year-olds and the 35-year-olds, when they see it in the club, they go, you know what, shitbag? Leave her alone. She is a child. I know that she is answering the phones at this club, but you are a 33-year-old man and she is a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. He'll be legal in three years. Why don't you go jerk off to that? Fucking asshole. And uh, so mad. It just, well, I was so happy that, that, and this is, I mean, your dad's a good guy, right? I mean, your dad wasn't a creep, right? My dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a so, right. My dad was not a creep. My dad is an asshole. My father is not a creep in any way, shape, or form. In the last week, you know, he got that. You love assholes. Come on. Yeah, assholes. Ass, I, I seek them out. Yes. Um, <laughs> with the uh, um, the jackassery doesn't bother me. And but this week he was t- he was uh, he was talking to me about how he was having a hard time finding. He accidentally took a bad picture of himself. Was looking for the trash can for the under the photos. Anyway, but he said 
you know, the internet, it's really dirty. And, uh, and I was like, yes, yes, dad. Um, he was like, yeah, and I'm accidentally coming around. And I said, don't worry, dad. I'll have, <laughs> I'll have Phil go through the tablet and erase your history before anything. <laughs> and, and then somebody, and then somebody linked your book. Was <laughs> that great chapter about about porn and and uh, getting rid of all that stuff from a loved one? <laughs> That's cool. I was thinking, there's probably I can think of like at least a club owner that I really like that I'm sure has done some at least some gropey shit with weights wait staff, you know? Right, but, right. But there's yeah, such a spectrum. But I know, but I, I was thinking, well, if this person, if someone, I mean, they're out of the business, so it's probably not going to happen. But if someone were to go, this person did this, you know, I would, I don't know that I'd be the first in line to <laughs> jump down because I feel so much, I feel so much gratitude for the amount of work I got early on. You know, I, I definitely wait for the articles to come out and be seriously vetted. <laughs> right. I, uh. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't. The the conspicuous silence, if this stuff came out about comics that I know and love, right? That that are my friends. Yeah, I would. But but it's and but it would be someone that I I think am friends with that I would have been friends with thirty years ago. Like I like yeah. I, I can tell you right now that the club owners that I know right now are more. Worst case scenario, they're Joe Biden, right? They're elbow squeezer. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and and uh, although and, there's there's you know there's there's serious charges against him as well, but well, but, right. And 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 I will say, believe all women, but not Tara Reid. That's what I would say because did you read that nation the article in the Nation, which by the way is not a right wing rag that's trying to to, right. to no, yeah. I think she yeah. She's, she's, there's there's problems there. There's um, problems with her. Like, I'm not going to, here's what I, I'm going to believe almost everyone, right? And then I'm going to be given information and I will lean towards believing people of color and women and, and trans because of the marginalization and the underrepresentation and this type of thing. But as the information comes forward, uh, I don't have a problem changing my mind, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not psyched, you know, one term Biden, I'm willing to do that right now. That's where we're at, people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he's willing to do one term. And I think that that's admirable of him. Sure. Because uh, he isn't out of his mind. Anyway. Yes. But you're saying, so you, if you, if you, if, do you have an, you don't have any current friend. I, I definitely have some older comedy friends where I'm like, oh, that, that, you know. Right. I have older comedy acquaintances. Right. Right. I have like when this comes out, when this guy shitbag comes out, I've told you this story any number of times by name and not by name. Yeah. Um you you probably know who I'm talking about. Oh. Um, yeah, but that guy, he is beloved. Yeah. By a certain age of women comics. <laughs> charming. I have never found him charming. I have found him gross, and I have found myself standing by the door, uh, yeah. just slightly wary of this gentleman. He's, right. it's, but he's not. 
but he's the kind of guy who just says a bunch of shit and a bit of an elbow squeezer if 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 it gets bad. Yeah. Like I, I haven't heard anything like full like if I I, I would name a fuckwit if I had heard like, you know, that he was dating the children or if he were Right. Yeah. Um uh, my interactions with that guy are like two minutes or less. It's just it's running into each other at comedy clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've chosen wisely. How <laughs> <laughs> much time have we done? We got a minute and fifteen seconds left. Ooh, what do you got this week? I I forgot to look at my book. Uh, I for a second that I lost my book, you know, because I'm doing the, the online, I'm doing Google Calendar now. Could you mm. imagine if I lost my calendar? Well, uh, since so, I lost a hard drive, yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah, you can. But uh, it turns out I hadn't clicked the button, Jackie Cash. Uh, well, <laughs> my solution won't be so easy. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's in your, I, I think it, I, it's, where would it have gone? It has to be there. I don't know. I don't know. I remember he dropped it off of the improv. I picked it up. I remember getting it. So, okay. And that was, that would be in November and I wouldn't leave it in the car. I'd bring it in. Right. Yeah. yeah. You would not leave it in the car. That would be ridiculous. It was, I'm doing yeah, it was on my way home. So it would, it would have been in my purse and then would it come in the house? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hell. I have double booked myself on Thursday. Oh, no. I'll uh, take it. Uh, a panel for flappers about being on late night television. Won't you're take not it. qualified. Now, what? No. And uh, you're overqualified is what you I are. I don't want to do a panel. <laughs> I know. It's a panel on, for flappers, and then I'm, but I have a dork forest scheduled. I'm going to have to move that. Uh, with we found two gigs Lori doesn't want. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you dangled, you dangled two rotten fish in front of my face. <laughs> right. Wait, is the next Jackie and Lori on a Saturday? For Flappers? No. It's got to be a so. Monday, right? It's a Monday, right? Yeah, for some reason. Oh, no, this is me reminding you to take all the Patreon money. Because <laughs> uh, I took, remember last month when I was super oh, yeah. about money and I took all the Patreon money and I said, in two, it was two months ago, in two okay. months, you take exactly that amount of money and you're like, yeah, fine, whatever. Take okay. whatever you mean. Yeah. And, uh, and then I thought, what a nice lady. Was- <laughs> <laughs> have we killed in a minute? We have. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.